Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Taskmaster podcast with myself, Simon Jacobs, and my adjective, um, hairy younger brother, Nathan Jacobs. Hello, thank you very much for that introduction, I like that one. Pleasure. Well, it's lockdown still and uh, your beard is full lockdown, shall we say. It's funny, we started this podcast because we were in lockdown yeah. And I haven't shaved since the start. That was two, three months ago. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. We, I think we kind of predicted the length of it. You know, we thought it would be something that we'd do and it's kind of carried on, yeah. which I quite like. I think it's quite cool. Absolutely. Um. So, yeah. So, that's it. This is episode... I don't, I don't actually know how many episodes we've done now. Will this be the 10th? Oh, together. I yeah. thought I was like, this is the third one. Uh, including the pilot, then yes, this will be number 10. Mm. It's a double figures. So the third one of this second series... What's the like material for the tenth anniversary? Um, is it China? It's paper? Is it paper? I think it's paper. Paper could be first, fifth, or tenth. I'm gonna go with tenth. All right. Well, happy tenth podcast anniversary to you, Nathan. And to you. Well done. Um, so this week's episode week this this episode is the episode called a pistachio eclair. And do you wanna do you wanna give us an overview of the episode? Do I, I can't remember the... Oh, okay, I've got the sheet of paper with the, with the task on it. Gosh, this is going to sound rubbish to people when they're not, when they're not <laughs> what's going on. But we're going to leave it in because it's funny anyway. Um, I have a, I have a sheet of paper in front of me with all the tasks and I'm now going to pass it over to Nathan. So if you hear some paper rumble, it's that. Nathan, please tell us about the tasks that uh, took place in this week's episode. Okay. So the first task is, as always, is the prize task, and the contestants were required to bring their best dinner party guest, and uh, for Greg to judge, the first main task of the show was to impress this mayor. This mayor was a mayor of Chesham. 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 And they had to. That was simply that was that was the task. They opened the envelope and it said, "Impress this mayor. You have twenty minutes," and. Well, that was just, it was just great, but I'm sure we'll get onto that. The third task was for them, for them to create a silhouette which was unexpected. I think unexpected was the key word. An unexpected silhouette with whatever they were provided. The fourth task was to get a gift for Greg. And as we remember from the first series, Josh Whittacombe got Greg's name tattooed onto his foot. So they had a lot to live up to. And the final main task of the show was... The they were blindfolded or they were three of them. It was the first team task of the series, and they were removed from their senses. So one of them became very good. Yeah, that's a very good. good I like that description. One of them was uh, blindfolded. One of them had headphones on, so couldn't hear, and the other one was unable to speak. And they had to basically direct a potato from one outside source to another, communicating in their best yep. way possible. And the rabbit in the hat. Thank you. The final stage stage task of the show was to get as many toy rabbits into their hats. Yes, indeed. Um, should we kick off? Should we go into it? Should we dive into the format of the show? Let's dive in. Okay. So the first thing we typically do is say between ourselves which of the tasks were our favourite to watch. Correct. I think, I think we mix and match the yeah. favourite to watch, favourite to do. But yeah. whichever you would like to tackle first. Let's do favourite to watch. Okay. Nathan, take us away. Which okay. of the tasks was your favourite to watch? My favourite task to watch in this episode was 
to impress the mayor. Okay. I will put my sheet of paper down and listen to your explanations. I enjoyed every single one of them. I think you you always say when it comes to uh, one you enjoy watching, it's not just one moment, but the whole thing has to be funny for each individual person. And I guess that is how I felt watching this one. I thought all of them were hilarious. All of their initial, oh my God, what do I do now? And then everything they produced was funny. There were so many good quotes and... I think I listed one of them from Joe. It was from Joe's example. Joe's attempt to impress the mayor. He brought 50, 42 Calippos and a pack of eight beers. And I guess the randomness of that is impressive. But the mayor asked, what's the significance of 42 Calippos? It's all they had. <laughs> it was all they had. That was just, It was just fantastic. Yeah. Then there was Doc's, Doc's genuine embarrassment. Like he did not want to watch that clip back. Albeit he was relatively impressive. Yep. Simon was just showing me on his notes the exact same thing because it was just brilliant. He just didn't want to see it, but actually semi-impressive. Mm. And then quotes from Catherine's. I even put... put blah, blah, blah. Catherine, I even put on hip-hop trousers. And Peter, the legend that he is, said, yeah, it didn't go unnoticed. <laughs> this, I don't know, 50-year-old mayor just appreciating it was great. Um, then I enjoyed Richard's thoroughly. I actually think his was genuinely genius. Genius. Like, I have no idea how what he did was possible. Uh, Richard came up with a poem that was very good, that included all about the mayor of Chesham, some of Chesham's rivals, stuff about Peter himself. And then he started juggling. I mean, no one likes juggling. They touched on that. But it was still impressive. He remembered a poem, was able to concentrate, juggle at the same time. Uh, and it was funny to watch him just sitting there as he was uh, rehearsing and learning it. And then the final one was John Richardson, which everyone was very excited to see. Because, like Doc, he was cringing and embarrassed and he actually had to leave the stage because he couldn't bear watching it. And when he returned, I think he said, I feel physically sick. I charge people to come and see me and I can't do that anymore. That was very funny. It was fantastic. It's like, he says he's meant to be entertaining and he was 20 minutes to impress someone and he did that. Uh, John's attempt was to sing with two minutes to go. Again, actually, it wasn't horrible singing. It wasn't bad. Which I was impressed because if I was in that position... Shocking. It'd be horrific, but uh, might, might I be think... impressed with your awfulness. Yeah, exactly. But I think all of them were deeply entertaining, despite their initial fears. It's just maybe I think for John, he probably could have thought he could have done a little bit better. But I thought it was just thoroughly entertaining and definitely my favourite to watch. What about you? So I've actually introduced a new system to my system. Whoa! So I've I've created a table now where I've outlined the the overview of the tasks and I've created a scoring system out of ten. Out of ten, how much I enjoyed to watch it. Out of ten, which one I want to do the most. Ah, okay. It just gives me, and then I'm, whilst I'm watching it, I'm marking it. Okay. So I'm thinking about it actively. Like a school teacher. Yeah, I'm thinking about like I'm comparing each one to each other. Okay. Whether I'll continue to do this, I don't know. But it was an interesting experiment. Yeah. Um, and I thought. Watching this one, I I knew. Wait, is which... this your favorite one? Is this confirming that it was also your favorite one to watch? Or are you explaining episode? Which was the favorite task to watch? Oh, it's coming to it. Okay, it's coming to it. When I was when I when I saw that there was this episode, I assumed which one was going to be my favorite one, okay. which was going to be my favorite task, and I assumed it was going to be the, be the mayor one, but um, I was surprised to find that actually it wasn't. My favorite one, um, the mayor one was very good. Um, I don't know. It was a. 
I think it was a, and this is going to sound cruel, but I think the, um, the ways in which they tried to impress him underwhelmed me slightly, some of them. And I think, I, I'm not saying that that's not a good thing. I think the underwhelmingness of all of them was funny and humorous and it was, it showed them as human beings basically. And like, they were all good. But it was an underwhelming good. Like I would imagine, like someone else would have come in, like dry ice or whatever. You know, really got to town on it. As by the by, it just it just wasn't the one that I marked down as my favorite one. To, it wasn't my favorite one to watch. Okay. Then we got to Gifts for Greg. We'll come back to that slightly because that still wasn't my favorite one to watch. My favorite one to watch, albeit it was a bit shorter than I would have liked, was the blindfold one. I thought that was properly funny. There were some really great moments in it. The moment where, um, uh, was it, um, someone messaged John saying, I need a potato. Brilliant. Just, uh, just like little things like that. I just love that. And like, as Nathan, as Nathan so poetically said, they were removed from the senses, removed from the senses. I love that. And the, all the different elements. The only thing, the only thing that could, I've marked this down as a nine in terms of fun to watch. The only thing that could have improved it was if it was longer, if there were extra elements to it. Like, so it wasn't just take a potato from one place to if another. It wasn't, if it was take a potato, then then something else that eliminated, that, you know, that mm-hmm. um, challenged the other people's senses sort of thing. Yes. And there could have been three, because once everyone you, could have done one of the senses. Exactly, exactly. I, I, and had they had done that, I think that would have been, for me, a 10 out of 10 task. Mm-hmm. I would have laughed out loud at that. You know, in the same way that, um, I mean, you could have had someone speaking a different language, you know, various different things that you could have had all these different tasks bolted together that would have worked. Uh, Especially when they finally finished the potato bit, they think, oh, they're done, then a bit more to go. Exactly, so. exactly. Maybe there could be something written on the potato or something, mm-hmm. you know, something beautiful like that. But yeah, it was it was a great task to watch. It was really fun. Um, but yeah, I, I would say it was a really strong episode. Um, you know, I, I marked... I was I was quite strict with my marketing, uh, marketing, quite strict with my mark with my marking, um, but because the caliber was so high of the episode, I think, um, but yeah, that that was my favorite one to watch. What about your favorite one to do, Nath? Okay, which one would you most like to do and get involved in? Okay, it was this was a tough choice, but I think my favorite to do would have been the potato task. In in the simplest way, it just looked like a lot of fun. Mm. And I think I'd really appreciate the levels of irritance about losing my senses. It's a sort of challenge that I think I can picture me and you doing. And we'll be like, oh, it's, it's so grating because like, we've got it. We've got the hang of it. And it's like, it just didn't quite work or you're trying to get to grips with it. So I think whichever sense I was chosen to have lost, I would have enjoyed it. Apart from the fact that I don't know if I would have known what the potato felt like, so I don't know if I'd been picking up a, That's a, interesting. a carrot, parsnip, whatever. Or even the worst thing, if um, I was the one who had to see whether you were picking up a potato or not, I'd be like, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. Oh, what, there was some there was guys. Some... I do know what a potato looks like. I'm just not, you know. There were some brilliant moments. Um, I think my favorite. Oh, I can't think of the. I can't. I don't know if I've written it down. Um, my favorite moment from those bits. But I think in particular, I think it was Joe who was shouting at someone going, no, that's a parsnip. No, that's a something. No, that's a carrot. Yeah. And that was that to me was hilarious. 
That was properly funny. Yeah. I I did laugh out loud at that task. Definitely. Okay. I think it, I just think I just watched it and I enjoyed it, but I just thought it was such yeah. a good task, and it definitely yeah. struck me as the one that I'd like to do. I think it was just a really good teamwork task. Yeah. With more fighting for the same goal, it was clever. Yeah. So like we said, like yeah. we could have seen yeah. more. It had good levels. But I will just also give a special mention to the buy gift round, which you're also going to develop on, mm-hmm. I assume. Yeah. Um. We discussed in series one both our pleasure at gift giving, enjoy people's reactions, and there was some good moments in there. Uh, I think you'll probably touch on it yourself, but sorry, I just sneezed. That's fine. (sighs) Thank you. I think Richard's prize was oh my god the moment, the feeling, the audience, the studio, everything about it was brilliant, and and Greg's guilt when he said. For my public, I've got to go and put Richard first. But there was so much guilt and disappointment in putting Richard in first place for that. Um, but always, whenever there's a gift round, I'll always say that would have been a fun one to do because I enjoy getting gifts, doing something with the £20. I think what Richard did was good. Uh, just for the viewers, Richard used the £20, actually put on a series of bets, earned more than £20, ended up earning about £250 and gave that to a charity. And Greg's face was like, oh, that is disappointing, but you can't put charity in last place. And that was it. So that was just a special mention for that. But what was your favourite task? What yeah, your my, favorite task my, my favourite one to have done was the gift. Straight straight, straight away. You know, there's there's no messing about there. Yep. Um, uh, let's see. What what were my favourite bits? So my, we might as well go through the gifts. Yeah, tell us we'll, we'll, we'll we'll the, the gifts five, they were given. So there was Richard. Richard did charity. Richard the charity. Um, something that I think was important was the video that got made. 100%. So they had Greg in the background. She had the badge of Greg on her. And I think had had that not have been in it, had that not have been there, had it have just been either just a donation or a... And I don't mean this in a mean way, but a cliche charity video where she's just saying thank you. Yeah. It wouldn't have been the right Taskmaster brand. And I think on that occasion, Greg would have been within his grounds, shall we say. To to last. Still not last. Still not last, but not first. Yeah. I think he got away with it because... They manipulated the situation. He he managed to get them to do the right thing in the, terms of the video. The video was good. They got this uh, woman. I think was it Uganda. Again? Yes, Uganda yeah. woman who did something for children who were being adopted. I think. Yeah. Something like that. I think that's fine. Um, it seemed like a really nice charity. To be, to be fair, two hundred fifty pounds, nothing to sniff at. Um, yeah. so yeah, I think, I think fair play. I think that you know, uh, I think Richard played it very well. He knew how it was going to roll. Mm-hmm. Into I think I think he could have predicted exactly how Greg was going. It was react. a very funny scene. It was, it was just it was great. It yeah. was great. And um, watching Greg squirt, squirt, squirm about it was great. So so full marks full marks Richard for that. He, he gave a real TV moment there. I think you can see his producing capability in that in the way that he sort of um, script not scripted that but he he made that become a thing basically manipulated manipulated situation definitely 100% then who else is there I will leave Catherine to the end um shocker yes then we've got um Joe Wilkinson 20 pounds antique skis or were they skis yeah Uh, skis I was gonna say water skis water skis something like that there's some form of skis yeah now for me those for 20 pounds that is 
a bargain. I know, it doesn't right? matter which way you look at it. I can believe that's, it. That's a, for, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the show, but Nathan and I are huge Bargain Hunt fans. And if we came across those with £20 on Bargain Hunt, I'd be buying them. Skier or not. I mean, it, they it, were antique. They weren't just a pair. They were brilliant. antique. They looked lovely. Bargain. And just a beautiful piece of randomness. And I thought, wow, brilliant. Yeah. Just brilliant. Brilliant. Well done, Joe. Then we've got um, John... Richardson. John Richardson. Thank you very much. I can't remember his last name. And he bought the cookbook, which, as Greg said, was a bit of tat, a bit of a... Uh, what did he say it was? He said a particular word. I can't remember. Let's go, let's go with tat. It was something particular. He did say he said. something particular. Something particular that he well. said. And then the sweets. I love the idea of having sent 700 sweets. I would have just, I, I would have got something for a pound and loads of sweets probably. But um, having said that, you know, it wasn't quite, they didn't, th- he didn't think about Greg, which brings me nicely onto uh, Doc's. Do- Doc's gift. And um, Mad Helmet Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. And I've got to give Doc props because now I am a big binger. I am a big um, researcher is too grandiose a term for what I would assert, what I would call myself. But once I get into a deep. deep hole, I will find myself knowing things about people that will not, you know, it, it's ridiculous to know about someone. Yeah. Um, and I felt that I was quite well well versed in Greg Davis. Like, I have seen his, like, early, early stuff. Like, seriously, like, um, Sunday Sunday theatre kind of stuff I've seen some shows of. And I hadn't come across and he was into Mad his... Helmet Murderer. And I, 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 I think that is pretty good. I, th- I thought it was great. I thought it was really nice, actually. I actually, like, if someone had got me a gift like that, and they'd, like, properly... That thought, thought about, about it. yeah that's a that's a really nice gift it's yeah. ridiculous but it's a properly nice gift and i would have been like doc fair play but i think we've got to talk and i've got to talk about Catherine ryan and her gift which was a lordship now for those of you who are aware of me because you're my friends or because you've seen me post about the podcast etc or where you know Maybe you've seen the podcast and then gone looking online and you've seen my profile and it says Lord Simon Jacobs various places. You probably won't be surprised to know that I too am a lord and I bought a lordship. Um, I don't think we've talked about it up until this I point. I think we did in the first did series. We? Yeah, did we talk so. about it on the basis of the gifts? I imagine so. I can't remember we discussed it, but I'm pretty sure if our staunch viewers have listened to all yeah, the series one, know. they will be aware that it is Lord Simon Jacobs, not just Simon Jacobs. Yeah. You don't actually introduce yourself as Lord Simon on this. No, but I was thinking that I will do from now on. Yeah, you should. It, it gives a good gives a good uh gives a good um excuse to do it. I'll just give a very quick overview to the Lordship kind of stuff because um I I think it's funny considering considering what we're discussing in the episode. Um so I Bought a lordship when I was about sixteen, I believe. Um, I, you know, it must have been around the time that everyone at school that I, I was at school with was looking like for university and like future careers and stuff. And at that point, I was like thinking of like loopholes, ways around not having to go to university, ways around um, becoming a, becoming a doctor without having to do the work. Uh, must have been doing some research online, and I think I came across like you could buy a PhD for about six grand, various other things, and then somehow. Along the way, I found this lordship thing, 
And it was £20, as Catherine said, and it is uh, like an old feudal law or something um, that basically says uh, there used to be a thing called Lord of the Manor. Um, there used to be manor houses in England. And if you uh, basically, if you owned one of these manors, you become Lord of the Manor and therefore you become Lord. You could also become Lady of the Manor, so you can buy ladyships as well. Um, so, yeah, so I bought, I bought a lordship when I was about 16 and much to the behest of our parents. Um, I think I remember going downstairs and telling... Mum and dad that I'd bought this thing for £20, to which they both said, Simon, don't be stupid. I told um, our dad that I was going to put it on every piece of identification that I own, um, including my driving licence when I, when I eventually got it. And he said, please don't do that. I would say that is one of the best pieces of advice he's ever given without realising. Um, he said, you know, if you got pulled over and you had Lord on your driving licence, you, you would be taken to the station. doesn't matter what you were doing. You'd be taken to the station. Um, so I didn't do that, but I did get it put on my on my bank accounts, much to the embarrassment of my mum. At this point, it was I must have had a joint account or something with her, so she had to come with me to do it. So I took down the with certificate. With the Lord. With the Lord, so I had to take down the certificate. And she's like, Simon, do you really have to do this? I went, yeah. So we get to, I think it was Halifax at the time, and uh, we get to the front of the queue. I explain the situation, and mum's kind of embarrassed behind me. Um, the lady behind the, the desk, the kiosk, goes away to the office and uh, must chat to a manager or something. They come back out. They have a quick chat with me. They seem quite buoyant about it, quite funny. You know? They really enjoy it. Um, and they say, you know, we can probably do it. We, you know, we'll just change your name on the card yeah. to Lord as opposed to changing the title from Mr. to Lord. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, a few weeks later, my new card, Lord Simon Jacobs, arrived. And I have had some incredible, incredible experiences on the back of it. So... Um, I really hope that Greg did something with it and it wasn't just like something that he put in the drawer. Mm. Because, seriously guys... The Lord you, has opened up a, a Seriously lot of, guys, if you're lot. listening to this and um, you're interested in more stories about my Lordship and stuff, I, I will 100% tell you them all. I've got banks and banks of them. Um, just It's been such, such a good... Such a good spend, twenty pounds. So yeah, were you surprised when you saw Catherine? Oh, not surprised when you saw that she'd given it as a present. Was it just like, oh my god, she's she's done the same thing. She's spotted the loophole. Or when I first, when I first watched the episode, um, I think I can't say because I don't remember, but I do think that it was a thought of mine that that is what I would get him. Okay. That is like it was something that I thought twenty quid you can get a lordship, and I yeah. think that Greg would love that. So. When it didn't happen the first time round in the first series, mm -hmm. I think I was a bit not disappointed, but it was Especially like someone did tattoo themselves. Yeah, exactly. You can't complain about that. But then when Catherine did it, I think I was like, I can't believe someone did it. Didn't do it sooner. Yeah. Um, and it, it always it always surprises me, um, how like celebrities often seem surprised by certain things that I think are mainstream. So I think this lordship thing is quite mainstream. I think a lot of people know about it, but every time I tell the story, people are surprised about it. So that might not, that must not be the case. Definitely not mainstream. But it, no, but it's in, yeah, fine. Okay. It might not be mainstream, but the same way that, you know, when I watch like, would I lie to you? And a funny clip comes up, mm. you know, the well-known clip from the internet and celebs are laughing at it as if they'd never seen it before because mm. they probably have, probably haven't because they've got more important, more exciting lives than us and aren't sitting eating Cocoa Pops out of a bowl while watching YouTube repeats or something. Um, but yeah, that's what I mean. So when people were surprised by this lordship thing, it was kind of a, oh, I I know about this niche thing already. It was quite a nice, quite a nice thing, you know. Now it's a, now it's um, a thing that Greg and I share, and I hope to be one day in a building with him, 
and be able to go, we are now Hello, Lord. House of Lords. Oh, so, that. so yeah. So that was a really long-winded answer to which one would I most like to do. Um, so what should we do now? Best bits, Nathan? Do you want to tell us about your best bits? Favourite moment. Favourite minute? Favourite moment. Favorite moment, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to follow that, it's a shame, but mine is really simple and short answer. So you'll be speaking again very soon. But it... It was difficult again, but it's got to be the little exchange between mm. John and Greg about passively, aggressively not hanging out with each other. Uh, I think John mentioned in the VT, he said something like, um, well, uh, I have to think about the present, but you know, it's hard to get a present for someone who doesn't reply to you or doesn't want to hang out with you or he cancelled on me last minute. And then he came back and Greg was like, I actually sent you a message and uh, you didn't reply, and you didn't respond to that <laughs> afterwards. Or and it was just it, you always say about it being nice that they are actually friends. Yeah, and it was funny to sort of get a little glimpse into their actual outside the show life and just the little passive aggressive moments between the two of them. It was a thoroughly enjoyable exchange, and that was my favorite moment. What about yourself? Yeah. Um. Well, fear of a fear of uh, repeating myself, but it was the lordship. It just was. It was great. It was a great moment in loads of different ways. Um, I don't. Re- I don't really need to go over it again because I've, I've talked it to death. Um, but instead, I suppose I can go through quite quickly the other other mentionables in terms of. So you mean? Oh, so that is your favorite moment. That's my favorite moment. Then. To... There's no. There's no point discussing it because I just did and ah, punched okay. it to death. And now we've got some other discussion points. And uh, now I've got other discussion points. I've got other bits that I. I, I, pl- I you know I I tease with making my favorite, favorite bit. So okay. we'll just we'll we'll rip through those very okay, quickly. Okay, okay. So. First of all, Great Dane, Fraser, loved him. Yeah. What a big dog, awesome. Um, and that links to my other... So I've got two bits. I've got best bit. I've got two categories. I've got a favourite bit, and yeah. I've written quite a few possibilities, okay. and then I've got other other discussion points. Okay. Um, well, I might jump in based on what you just said, but I'm going to hear what you say next. That's fine. Um, so I was just talking about the Great Dane, Great Dane Fraser, yeah. and other discussion points are... Um, the links to that is that Greg loves dogs, which okay. is a relief to me. I was worried that he might be a cat person. Okay. He might still be a cat person, but he loves dogs, which kind of, again, makes me like him even more. That was that. Was that's me. your only follow up to that. That's my only follow up to the to the dog to point. Greg Dane. Well, that is not the correct follow up to the dog point. The fact that he was there. No. Uh, the follow up to the dog is that Greg put Richard's dog in fourth place for the prize tasks. He was the fourth. And I thought that was so wrong. I've actually put on my notes, okay. dog fourth, and just next to it, big words, no. Put other, put four other things ahead of it as a better dinner party guest. The only thing, okay. the only thing that the dog did, the only thing that the dog did beat was Greg himself. And um, quite frankly, I just thought that was the only thing the dog did beat was Greg himself. Yeah, Greg, right, Greg, put, Greg, Greg put himself fifth, which was John's um, John's rubbish uh, dinner party guest. And he put the dog fourth. I just thought it was a disgrace. Dog should be first. That's it. That's my point. Yeah, actually, on reflection. Oh, Dad just saying goodnight to us. Night, Dad. Night. Yeah, I um, I suppose on reflection, I kind of agree. I think, I think for the novelty of it, I would have given Catherine's sister first place. Flew her over... Flew her over, whether she did flew her over, fly yeah, her over or not. Um, and all the other elements that she get. I thought it was quite funny. Fine. And she does sound, I, she does sound like a fun person to know, actually. Mm-hmm. Bodybuilder, couldn't care less. The Scally, whatever his name is, couldn't care less. Um, Greg, 
I'd like Greg as a dinner guest. Yeah, I thought Greg was quite funny. But I, I think see where you put him last. I think it was a bit of a cop out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the dog. Obviously, I'd love to have the dog there. You look like a horse. Brilliant. Uh, so yeah, so that so so that was another. So coming back to it, um, another best bit was just the dog. Just he lo- looked like a lovely dog. Um, John sneeze. I've got that. Okay, I'll let you cover that then. Um, we've already covered this. Doc cringing at his singing. Very funny. Um, do you do you do the eclair stuff on stage? What a great line. <laughs> what a great line. So cutting. Um, just brilliant. Um, then after having seen the other entries in the silhouette task, Joe going, I'm a little less worried now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've already discussed Mad Helmet Murderer, Cricket Bound a Bike Helmet. And then um, I think it was John who discussed 10 a.m. I need a potato when he flicks through his old text. His old text, yeah, old text. It was. I, I love that. Because again, it's one, it's funny, you know, flicking through I need a potato. And two, it's another thing where you go, oh, they, they, they know each other behind the scenes. And that, to me, it's just, I love that. I love yeah. it. It's, like, it's a community of um, show people, I suppose. Yeah. And that's awesome. So, yeah, those those were my other bits that I've written down in, in terms of potential favourite bits. Okay. Have you got anything else to add before we go into other other business? No, I mean, the dog bit was my other business, so everything else is other business. And um, The floor is yours. Take away with the other business. Uh, yeah, I just going to say, actually, we haven't actually discussed the silhouette task uh, very much, and I actually don't have much to add on that, so if you do have some more to add, that's fine. But onto the sneeze, which Simon briefly introduced... John sneezed when the Playboy Mansion was mentioned. It was... Ah, that's what it was. I couldn't remember what it was that he sneezed for. It was very sweet. And he was like, excuse me. And it was just sweet on stage. <laughs> that was a good impression. It was, it was just... It was a bit pathetic, but it was sweet. And it was a nice scene. And um, I also just quickly thought to myself, like, if he did that now, people would be running off the stage and uh, uh-huh. getting the barriers between them. But that was about that's it. Funny. So, yes. Uh, I've got a couple of other points, but yeah, I feel yeah. like you've got. Uh, I've not more. got. I've not got anything um, in terms of the sneeze or in terms of that. Let's just. I'll have a look. Yeah, be uh, fair. Uh, ah, other business. Who would you bring to dinner? Who would you be your guest? Ah. And I think the rule has Ooh. to be that you have to have access to them. You can't just pick anyone. Mm. What do you mean? I can't just bring a random celebrity who I no. who I wouldn't be able to organize to get there. Someone that you can ask. Hmm. That is uh, tough. On and spot, I will admit, John. I've not thought about it either. So you're also sitting here. So I'm also sitting here creating radio silence. I could do a cop out and say, I'll take our dog, your dog. Oh, Rolex. But the dog's already been picked, so. It's uh, a good question though, isn't it? Who would I pick? And who do I have access to who would be making an entertaining guest? God, if my friends are listening to this, they're going to be very insulted at my... Uh, that was... The, by my immediate no choice. You, you, so you, are, you either make... You, either, you can make two terrible things. You can either... Completely disregard all your friends and say that you wouldn't want anything at a dinner party, which mm. I think actually fair enough if you you know you know them well enough that you don't want them at a dinner party, or you give someone incredible props to say that actually they'd be someone amazing to have at the yeah. dinner, and I don't want to give that to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so true, uh, but I'll I'll take the John Copper route and I'll say I'll take you to the, as my dinner party guest. I oh, so annoying. You can do the same thing. I was I was thinking about you being because I, I don't I th- go all complimentary on me now. No, I I just think that we are both quite. Um, I can't think of the word. Not poignant. That's rubbish. What's the word to mean? Like chatty and effervescent. 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 Sure. Not effervescent. 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 Yeah. Um, that's not the right word though, is it? 
What's the word for like chatty or just um look I just don't think we're boring people, you know. And I think we would make a humorous where wherever 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 we have been, we've managed to make conversation. I don't think I don't think anyone has ever thought, God, these two are boring. Um Maybe it's because they think we're weird, but we've never been boring, I don't think. So I think it's a perfectly fine cop-out. Maybe it's something to think about that we can discuss either right at the end of the episode if you think of someone else, or we can bring it up in the next episode if we think of it. Sure. Um, but um, how about a task for people? We can set a task now and say, um, submit who you think would be a good a good uh, dinner party to get. Mm. Dinner party guest. Well, who is your best dinner party guest? Yeah, I think yeah. that's very good. Okay. Um... Is there take away in terms of uh, ah ambitious or breakdown? Kind of You're all over the place, sir. Sorry, I'm I'm just reading my notes. You asked about the silhouette, whether we have anything. Yes. The only thing I have that I've just seen now yep. is um, Greg said, "Is it ambitious or is it a breakdown?" In terms of Catherine Ryan's <laughs> um, Catherine Ryan's setup, array of array, array of, of things. things, and it's another thing that I love those kind of quips. And I think it's in another series. Well, it is in another series. It's in the series with Al Murray. And not to give too much away, but another thing happens where Greg goes, if you isolate this, it just looks like a middle-aged man having a breakdown. And it's so true. Mm. If, you, if, you, if you look at some of the task in isolation, out of context, they look like nutters. <laughs> and it's so good. If, 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 you just, if, you, if you take a step back for a second... Together some, doing a task. And, and if, you, if you could somehow, if you could show those clips to someone who has no concept, knows who the people are, but have no concept of why or what they're doing it, you could easily tell them that this is mid-breakdown. Mm. Like, um, like, there's so many examples. And I will come to those in a bit in the future, in future episodes of just, where you take them out, you're like, this is just madness. And it's great. That so, is yeah, the show. That's the show. So... So that's that's all I had in terms of silhouette. Um, do you want to take talk us through some other business? That sure. You've got uh, one thing is um, I actually just appreciate Catherine's competitive streak. Just watch her. So if you're gonna listen, if you're gonna listen to this series, and you're gonna rewatch the series whilst doing it, just watch Catherine when Greg's making his judgments. She looked so unhappy after any tasks that she doesn't come first, or she if she feels like she's been wronged. She just looks like truly ready to say, no, I'm not having it. I'm not standing for it. Um, I think Kerry Godleyman's like that in the in a future series yes, as well. Yes, Kerry Godleyman. Even more uh, vociferously. But, but Catherine is uh, just got a steely edge about her. I'll and, have to look uh, at that. I, she does have, she just she definitely does have an edge. So just watch that for the next episode, but she'll be unhappy if she That's ever comes. Go I, I'm going to look out for that now. Definitely, yeah. Anything else there? I've got one more, but I feel like you've got a couple more, so you can... Uh... Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see what I've got. Um, yeah, I had the same in terms of you, in terms of... Um, Greg wrote to John to apologise for missing the darts. I didn't reply. I thought that was very funny. I thought that was great. Um, the darts. That was it. That was the funny. darts. Um, we... Uh, at the end of the stage task, which we've not discussed that much. I mean, we've not really discussed it at all. Alex said we didn't we didn't think they'd take the hats off. Why not? Yeah. That was my first thought. That we didn't my we, first we, we thought didn't was, think they'd manipulate the rules. That's my, the point of task. My first thought was that's going on the floor. Mm. Immediately. Um I will say that I think that they might need to look at the point structure and the way that they mark it. Because actually I think they're 
is something to be said for doing it in the spirit of the game. The entertainment. So John should have got some Correct. bonus points, not just for and, going last. And, and without wanting to go into too much about human psychology and stuff, he at that point, so he'd seen other people do it, he couldn't then jump on the bandwagon, I think, because he would he would even look even he would look even worse and more like a dick. You know, he was so late to the party, then he had to jump on the. But he had lost, yeah. so he had to commit to doing it properly. And he committed well. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. It, it was lovely. So yeah, that was one thing that I wanted to discuss. That's a very fair point. So then I want to discuss, and then the last point that I have linked together. So should I do my last point? You got last a good last point. Sure. So. I googled the mayor. Don't know if you did, Nate. I did not. Right. So, first of all, I just want to say how cute it was that the mayor was having a clippo. I just love that. I thought it was so sweet. It was sweet. Peter just having a clippo. I thought it was lovely. Anyway, um, I googled him, and I think he's still mayor several years later, uh-huh. which I think well, is quite nice. Yeah, he's a nice. conservative, as Catherine pointed out in her rap. Um, some little things that she said in there. He has little to no online presence, so he doesn't have Twitter. He okay. doesn't seem to have a Facebook page, which like some politicians tend to have. Now, I have emailed him. No way. I have emailed him. I found his email, and I've emailed him, and I said, "I we just." I explained the situation. I said, "We're doing Taskmaster podcast. Um, I'd love to ask a few questions." He has read the email because I've got a tracking software, so I know that he's read it. And I've just asked if we can ask him a few questions. So hopefully... I don't by believe the t- you. I said, I said in the email, I said, I've not told my brother that I'm doing this. So hopefully I'll be able to get a good reaction from him. And I think he's quite excited about wow, it. Wow. That so, is brilliant. So I think that would be quite a bit of a coup if we were able to get... Even, even just email him some questions. Or, fingers crossed... Imagine if we managed to manage to get him to call in somehow. We can ask him a few questions live on the thing. That... Is genuinely fantastic. Yeah, so I think that it could be great. Fingers crossed, it comes off. I'll if he, has, if he doesn't reply in a few days' time, I'll ask him again, and I'll email a few, you know, a few more times. He is a mayor, so he must have some some duties. But I just thought it was a good a good idea because you're not going to get much reply from the celebs, especially not several series on. Yeah, if you contact someone with someone who doesn't get much contact, that. and you can get some background, you know, just to find out how it works in terms of. How did they say sit down here? You gotta wait. Well, you know, I just want to ask you questions about oh, behind the scenes. I'm so. I'm so impressed with that. Thank you very much. So yeah, fingers crossed we hear back on that. Um, but yeah, thought you like that. Nick. Is that your way to sign off? That's my that's my sign off. Oh, really, that's so much better than my last point. <laughs> oh my god, mine's just the point. You should have wait. You should have left yourself Sorry. to finish off. That was such a good way to end. That's actually that's amazing. Thank you. I look forward to hopefully getting yeah. a response. Yeah, I'm good. picturing the call already, so I think that's great. Uh, and my final point, oh god, it's rubbish. I don't want to say it. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was fabulous that the guests were all there at the end for the prize that, giving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't, you know, he said it was yeah. going to be a dinner party. I don't know whether they actually went on and had a dinner party at the end, but I thought it was lovely to see them. What Greg joined up, the sister was there, the bodybuilder, the dog. The dog. It, yeah. it was just, it was a lovely scene. It was. And I thought it was nice. It was uh, uh, at the end. The prizes is always just like, oh, looking at the prizes, but they were all sitting there, and I thought it was fun. I. Couldn't agree more, and I think that's a great way to end it. I think it's it was a lovely metaphor for how the show works. You know, they they did that right. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. So yeah, they, and all the guests were having fun. You know, you saw I can't remember the rapper's name really annoyingly. I can't remember his name. So the rapper was clearly laughing, enjoying himself. Um, the bodybuilder was there smiling. Obviously, um, Catherine's sister. I think it was Joanne. 
That could be right. Um, was there enjoying herself. Obviously, the dog was getting involved in the chicken. Um, and Greg got up there. So yeah, it was, it was lovely. It was yeah, great. So was yeah. Um, so that leaves us to say thank you very much for listening to another episode. I think this one's going to be slightly longer than usual. We went into into a bit more depth into a few things. Um, but I hope you enjoy it. And that's it from me, Lord Simon Jacobs and Nathan Jacobs. Take it away, Nathan. Uh, Very good. <laughs>